Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School Podcast. This is episode 170, 170. 200, we're coming in hot for you. 30 more episodes. We're going to spend some solo time together today. We're going to talk about how to know if you should train or rest and the importance of energy stacking. So I was meant to record this podcast yesterday. (laughs) Yesterday was Wednesday, which is podcast day, but I ran out of energy by 10 (laughs) a.m. I trained way too hard yesterday morning and I settled in to do my podcast and an hour in, I gave up. (laughs) An hour of trying to muster the energy, uh, an hour of trying to connect my thoughts uh, and I got really frustrated and then gave up. I thought, okay, I'll just do it in the afternoon after I get back from acupuncture and walking Hank. (laughs) So I had acupuncture and it was a really intense session. Uh, Let's just say my nervous system coming into acupuncture, she was a little stressed. She was a little fried from the training session. And previously, I had made a couple of promises to myself, which I broke yesterday. And one of those promises was to not train on the days that I do acupuncture because acupuncture is quite stressful on the nervous system, as is my training. So those two together in a day fries my nervous system uh, and it impacts my energy negatively. And I know that because I've tried it before and it hasn't worked. So in the acupuncture session, my tolerance and my threshold uh, for the treatment is much lower. The body is what we would call uh, jacked up. The nervous system's jacked up, which just means it's hypersensitive uh, and it has reached its threshold. So here I was yesterday afternoon Uh, with a jacked up nervous system and at my threshold in the treatment. It was a great treatment. We did some really good work, but it wasn't uh, 
as pleasant as it has been if I didn't smash my body and my nervous system with training (laughs) that morning. I've also made a small promise to myself uh, before that I wouldn't actually train hard on podcast days. The reason why is it's got to do with this idea or concept of energy stacking. So it actually comes from this concept called trigger stacking, which is from the animal behavioralist world. So when we got Hank, we rescued Hank and he was 18 months old. And then about a year or so later, he did his ACL. So he got ACL surgery. It's about a four or five month rehab. And then there's like an 80 or 90% chance that they do the second ACL. So then he did his second one. We got the surgery. So another four or five months. So it was about a year rehabbing him and, you know, him being in pain and obviously not being able to use his legs properly. And we had to keep him away from dogs. And it was around the same time that he reached maturity. So around three. So then he started to develop some fear-based reactivity. So I sought help from a behavioralist, Renee, who is the owner of Bravo Dog here in North Vancouver. She's amazing. And she introduced me to this idea of trigger stacking. So when a dog experiences stress or stresses and there are multiple in a row, they reach what what they call is their threshold. And once they're over their threshold, they have a reaction. So yesterday when uh, I couldn't do what I wanted to do, I couldn't record a podcast and I had no energy. My nervous system was just fried. I thought about this idea of trigger stacking and how I had very poorly energy stacked myself. So energy stacking really is, it's pretty much the same. We have stresses in our life. And if too many of those stresses get accumulated, we reach our threshold or the nervous system reaches its thresholds. And then we have a reaction and that could be no energy, moodiness, irritability. Uh, You know, maybe we have a fight or an argument with our partner. We have no patience uh, with our little humans. Maybe we actually, the reaction comes in the form of like our biofeedback. So we notice, uh, you know, a negative, um, a negative result in our markers. So yesterday I had poorly energy stacked myself. We need to learn to keep ourselves under the threshold to achieve what we want to achieve. Or we need to increase our nervous system's capacity and build a higher threshold to be able to do the things that we want to do. So there's two ways we can look at it. We can look at it from the first point of view, which is I stacked too many stresses on myself. Therefore, I reached my threshold and I ran out of energy by 10 a.m. So I couldn't achieve what I wanted to achieve, which was to record a podcast. I had prioritized the highest demand on my energy in the morning. And that's what I do. So the morning is the best time for me to produce, to do good work. 
uh, or to train. You know, I love training between, you know, anywhere from 7 to 10 a.m. Mostly I'll train, you know, 8, 8.30 to 10. And that works really well for me. And I prioritize that four or five times a week because that is the highest demand on my energy. Now, I normally don't train hard or train at all on Wednesdays because my podcast demands the highest amount on my energy on Wednesdays. So podcasting, you know, I plan for the podcast, I set up for the podcast, we're doing the videoing now. So there's another element of, you know, just getting that ready. And then I am presenting to you, I'm speaking to you. And so that is demanding on my energy. Or if I have a guest on, that's also demanding. You know, you're in uh, an intense, cool conversation for an hour or an hour and a half. So I prioritize that on Wednesdays. Yesterday, I really screwed it. (laughs) But it gave me this idea, this concept to share with you, which is it's really important to energy stack uh, in a very intelligent way. (laughs) So for a lot of you, the highest demand will be your training. And we want to prioritize our training. But we also need to look at what else is going on in our day and in our week. And that will, the energy stacking concept is part of a checklist that we're going to talk about today to help you decide whether you should train or you should take a rest day. So it's a really common question I get asked. How do I know if I should train or take a rest day? And uh, I was asked this this week by one of my warriors. I've been asked it hundreds of times before. And then also I wanted to share uh, another message from a warrior earlier this week with you, which was around feeling ambivalent uh, as to whether or not she should train or not. So she wrote, how do I, uh, what do I do if my energy is low? Do I plan workouts around that? Do I plan to train? I'm trying to lean into trusting my body, but my first instinct is either I'm not eating enough or I'm doing too much. I'm not resting. And fear makes me paralyzed at times. So what what we experience when we're unsure whether or not we should train or not is we're really experiencing what I call training ambivalence. And that is just feeling uncertain in our feelings or our decisions around training and what we should do in order to help us reach our goals. So Part of uh, part of us deciding or working through the ambivalence is to look at energy stacking, is to look at our day or our week. So for myself, I know that Wednesdays, the highest demand on my energy is my podcast. It's my podcast day. Therefore, I don't train or I train lightly to make sure that I have the energy to do the activity or to do the thing that I want to prioritize on that day, especially if it's also a day that I have acupuncture. So podcasting and acupuncture are probably enough on my nervous system 
and I can just stay under threshold doing those two things. But training hard, trying to podcast and acupuncture, too many stresses that were stacked and I reached my threshold, which means therefore I couldn't do the one thing that I wanted to prioritize on that day. Compared to a Monday, Monday I take half a day off and I do a lot of behind the scenes work. So I write the week ahead email. I do, I go into our training platform and give my warriors feedback. I set myself up for the week. And so that's less demanding on my energy. So I can train hard. That's my highest priority on a Monday is to do a hard training session in the morning and then do my other tasks for the day. But that keeps me under threshold. So I still have energy and there's not a reaction there. Uh, And that reaction could just be inaction. You can't do what you wanted to do because you're out of energy. So yesterday I was out of energy at 10 (laughs) a.m. So when we think about this, you know, we have this question or we're feeling ambivalent when it comes to our training. We don't know if we should train or we should take a rest day. We start to feel fear, very ambivalent. Uh, we, We don't know what decision to make. So there's a checklist that you can run through that kind of gives you the green light to move in to the training. So for those of you who know me and know my work, for those of you who are in warrior school, you know that I believe that we always show up. We show up to the practice and we check in with the body. The body is the boss. So the body will lead you and tell you. And then, you know, we need to harness our superpowers of heart and respect and humility to walk away from the practice if it just isn't working. So I always have this intention that I show up to the practice and I check in with the body and I let the body lead me. But there is a step I can do before that, which is this energy stacking. So if I look at my week, I look at my day, and I want to prioritize the thing that demands the most of me first in the morning. So sometimes that's going to be a work project or if I have a full day of calls, you know, six hours of coaching calls, that's very demanding on my energy. So also maybe not a a great day to have a very hard training session because then I can't show up as powerfully as I need to and bring the energy into the coaching work that I do with my women. Wednesday's podcast day, also not maybe a great day to train really hard, especially if it's also a treatment day. So we can look at this energy stacking concept before we use the checklist. Uh, But I always invite you to show up to the practice. But here is a checklist that you can use that will help the mind uh, get a green light. Uh, so I think I mentioned on a previous podcast episode, I was on a coaching call with one of my warriors and she didn't believe that she could get where she wanted to go. And so 
part of that was, you know, she has a lot of stresses going on in her life. Therefore, she reaches her threshold pretty quickly. And so she has no energy. And because she can't do it perfectly or do it as hard as she wants, because she can't go all in, she goes the other way. So she runs and she avoids, which is pretty common. When we feel ambivalence, we either go one way or the other. You know, we like to ambivalence is uncomfortable. Feeling uncertain is uncomfortable. So we'll go one way or the other pretty quick. And one of the things that I did with her was go through this checklist. And there's four things on the checklist. And if we can check them off, that gives us a green light to show up to our training. So the first one is, did I sleep seven to eight hours? Or we're taking your average. So for her, she her average is six hours just because of her son who has a medical condition. So she gets six hours of sleep a night. That's her average. So her green tick is if she got six hours, she gets a tick. If your average is seven or eight uh, and that's your optimal amount of sleep, that's the first question on the checklist. Did I sleep seven to eight hours? tick. The second, did I eat enough food yesterday? So we always want to look at the day before. And this is where the tracking can really help because we can look back and we can clearly see, yes, I ate enough food. I ate enough calories. You know, I got enough protein, carbs, fats. I got enough energy into the system yesterday. So if we ate enough food, tick. The third is, am I hydrated? So have I drank enough water or, you know, liquids, fluids, coconut water? Did I get an electrolyte into me? Am I hydrated? Then the fourth one, is this the priority for today? So this is important and this comes back into this idea of energy stacking. If I have a full day of coaching calls, the priority is for me to show up on those coaching calls. It doesn't mean that I don't train, but it might mean that I don't do my intense heavy leg session. (laughs) Uh, If I have a full day of podcasting, that means that I might not do that leg session that I did yesterday. So the fourth question is, is this the priority for today? Or is there something else that takes priority that's going to have the highest demand on my energy? And if so, that doesn't mean that we don't train, but it it might mean that we modify the training or we do a lighter session or potentially we go for a walk or we do an aerobic session, so a zone two session. So that's your checklist that you do before you train. So we want to go through, did I sleep enough? Did I eat enough? Am I hydrated? And is this the priority for today? Not meaning this is the only important thing that you will do for today, but our training is a priority. And often we find ourselves not with a consistent and successful training practice because we don't make it a big enough priority. If you want to get strong, you want to get those big, long-lasting results that you want, your training needs to be a priority. Now, that doesn't mean it's a priority 
every day over everything in your life, but it does mean we need to look at where does it go in my day, in my week? How do I prioritize it? How do I stack it in a way that will support my energy and allow me to progress and get the results that I want? So the checklist that you can use before is I think will really help you reduce the ambivalence that you feel around the training. So for this warrior that didn't train on Sunday and she she felt a lot of guilt about not doing that. We when we had our conversation I asked her, you know, if if I gave you this checklist and you were to use this checklist, would it be helpful? And she said, yes, it would absolutely be helpful. And the other warrior that uh, we that I gave this checklist to said it's been really helpful. So if you can't tick all of those things off on your checklist, then maybe we don't have the energy to do that hard training session. So we could do a zone two session. We could go for a walk. Uh, now, do we need to tick off every single one of them? Yes. I think that to make it clear, to 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 remove any gray, and I love gray, so I think to start with, especially if you're trying to build trust with your body and you have a hard time listening to the body, uh, I think that it would be helpful just to use the checklist and tick every one of them off. So yes, I slept enough. Yes, I ate enough food. Yes, I'm hydrated. And yes, the priority for today is training. You've got four ticks, green light, go to your session, train. Even if you feel a little bit low on energy or you feel uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit stressed in the mind, or if there's, you know, some stuff going on, I invite you to go into the practice because from a physiological perspective, you should be supported. And if it's the priority for today, then we want to keep the promise and we want to keep that priority and we want to train. The deeper you get into the practice, the more you learn about the body, listening, allowing, receiving, uh, the more trust you build with it. Sometimes maybe we don't have all four ticks. So there's been times that I've gone into my training session and maybe I slept a little bit less than than my optimal or maybe I ate a little bit less food than the day before or, for example, yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't the priority for the day, but I did it anyway. Uh, and I think that's cool too because that teaches you about you and about the practice. And a big thing in warrior school is you learning how to dynamically adjust and modify your training and your practice and your food based on what's going on in your life and your body. So sometimes we just show up and we learn. Yeah. So yesterday, Carson asked me last night while making dinner, what did you learn today? And I said, I learned that I can't do a really hard leg session the morning that I want to do my podcasts. And I also can't train really hard before I do acupuncture. It's too much on my nervous system. I reach thresholds and then I can't actually achieve what I want to achieve for the day. 
or the treatment is not as effective as it could be if I had a nervous system that wasn't so jacked up. (laughs) Uh, So sometimes you're going to show up and maybe even you, you can check all the boxes and it just like doesn't kind of go to plan. Now, we can also use a checklist after, and this after checklist is a really cool reflection piece. And basically these checklists, especially the one that we use after, is just collecting data. The more data we can collect over time, the more patterns we see, that can help feed our decisions around our training. That can help give us more confidence uh, around knowing when we should train or when we should take a rest day. So the checklist I love to use after is, was how was my energy for the rest of the day? So I knew as soon as I finished that training session that like my, I was like, my nervous system was fried. I was very tired. I could have taken a nap uh, for an hour or so. (laughs) So how was my energy for the rest of the day? Well, my energy was shit. Uh, So I, um, you know, I would note that down. Then how did I sleep that night? My sleep was okay. Uh, you know, I slept my seven and a half hours. I slept through the night. So I'll note that down that actually, you know, I didn't wake up. It wasn't really restless. I slept pretty well. And then how did I feel the next day? So I actually feel pretty good today. Uh, I ate a lot of food yesterday. Um, I got some sunshine. I got lots of sleep. So I did everything that I could to help me recover uh, from my cracker of a day yesterday. But we can use those three questions to feed our decision for the next day. So how was your energy for the rest of the day? How did you sleep that night? How do you feel the next day? Do you feel recovered? And if you can also tick those off or give green light answers, well, then you could show up for your training session the next day. And then you can use that before checklist. And so we've got seven pieces of data or seven questions that we can use that will help us decide whether or not we should train. So we use the before checklist to reduce ambivalence and to give ourselves or to give the mind permission to train. Then we use the after checklist to collect data and learn about how that session went, you know, how the day went. Did I actually manage my stresses? Did I energy stack well? And then if we do that over time, we begin to see patterns. So me training on a Wednesday before podcast and acupuncture, yesterday wasn't the first time. (laughs) I've done it before and I have the data and the notes to know that it actually doesn't work that well. But I'm a bit of a slow learner and I like to think that I have the capacity and the threshold to be able to do it but the data is telling me a different story. And so this can be the other side of, of, I guess, the coin or the decision around whether to train or not. So we need to also look at, well, what is my threshold? 
you know, and how can I improve the thresholds? The threshold improves over time. Uh, so for if you're just starting to train or you're trying to heal your body, your threshold is going to be a lot lower. So you're not going to be able to stack a lot of things on uh, until you reach that threshold, then therefore you have a reaction, which could be negative biofeedback, um, you know, low energy, low mood. It could disrupt your sleep, uh, poor recovery. As you build a stronger foundation and as you get further into the practice, your threshold goes up. And so the amount of, I guess, stresses or triggers we can tolerate more until we reach our threshold. It also depends on the intensity of the stressor. So if it's a lighter session, that's less intense, less of a stressor. So I might be able to fit more things into my day before I reach my threshold if I've done a lighter training session. Whereas yesterday, my session was very intense, uh, very heavy. It was an hour and a half long. And so that was too much before I tried to do something that was also demanding on my energy, which was the podcast. And then acupuncture, which can be just as intense as a hard training session on the nervous system. So even though I have a high threshold and I can tolerate a lot of stresses, those three intense things don't really belong together if I want to do good work. So we can look at how can I increase my tolerance? And, you know, in warrior school, we do this through uh, a lot of energy and endurance stuff. So your nutrition, getting enough energy into your body, eating enough food, uh, developing your, your nutrition strategy. We also look at a lot of energy leaks uh, and trying to plug those. So the energy piece is really important. Uh, the food piece is really important. That will help you build a higher threshold. And then the other part that we look at is the training piece. And so this is why, you know, I believe that we need to follow a program or a plan that meets our body where it's at right now and then progresses over time. So for a lot of my warriors, when they first come into warrior school, their threshold is very low. They can't tolerate a lot of intensity, a lot of volume, a lot of walking. As we build the foundation, we're building the tolerance. So we're building the threshold. So for example, I was on a call with Kelsey the other day. When Kelsey and I started together like 19, 20 months ago, uh, Kelsey could barely walk 10 minutes a day. We started off with two sessions a week for 20 to 30 minutes. They were very slow and it was just using our own body. Fast forward, and there was nothing fast about it. There was a lot of hard work. Uh, but through the Warrior Queen Challenge, she trains, she's been training four times a week. She's been lifting heavy weights. She can walk for like an hour a day. And so what we've done over time, over that 20 months, is we have energy stacked her. We have built her threshold up so she can stack a lot more things into her day or into her life and not reach the threshold or not go over the threshold and have the reaction. 
So if you are unsure whether or not you should be training or you should be taking a rest day, look at your day, look at your week. What is the priority for the day? Is it your training? And for three to four days a week, it should be your training. Your training should be a priority. It is very important if you want to get healthier, if you want to be stronger, if you want to see big results in your body composition, your training needs to be a priority. So therefore, you need to stack it. And if you can, stack it at the start of the day when you have a full tank. (laughs) Uh, It's really hard to put it at the end of the day especially if you've done a lot of things that have used your energy. Or if you have to train at the end of the day, you need to be mindful about what you're stacking in at the front end of the day so you have enough energy left to train well, to train hard. Then use your checklist. So if you are feeling ambivalent as to whether or not you should train, look at your sleep, look at your food, look at your hydration, and then look at if that's the priority for the day. Then use your checklist after to see how you recovered from that session. Also, you can use the superpowers of respect and humility. So you may even check off all the boxes in your training session But you might get into the session and the body might say, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't going to work. And you need to have the humility to be able to walk away from it. I always say to my warriors, come in with a curiosity. You know, we always want to enter the practice just with a curiosity because the mind will base how we think it's going to go on past evidence. So the mind's always going to go to the past and pull on the evidence of, oh, you didn't quite sleep enough. And so therefore the training session is going to be crap. Uh, We don't know that. We can use the checklist to feel less ambivalent and to give us a green light for the session, but we won't truly know how the session's going to go until we show up to the session and the body will tell us, it will give us the feedback. And often we blow our damn minds. We can show up to the session. We can train. We can push hard. And it's actually okay. We have energy and we do recover. But these things will definitely help you feel more confident in making the decision as to whether or not you train or you rest. Okay, Warrior Woman, that's it for today. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.